Welcome to Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. My name is Adrian Lara. I co-host this show with Greg Catapodi, who is a huge fan of Frasier. This guy has seen every episode multiple times, while me, on the other hand, am a newbie. I'm uh, relatively unfamiliar with Frasier. I knew of it, but never really got into it. So I'm seeing every episode for the first time. Let's do this. I'm Greg Caterpillar. And I'm Adrian Laura. And this is Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. And this is Season 1, Episode 13, Guess Who's Coming to Breakfast? This episode is about Martin Crane getting a hot date and about how that impacts Frasier's life and how ultimately how Frasier impacts his dad's life. How he drags down his friends and family. <laughs> So the episode begins with Ethan calling in, played by Elijah Wood, and he's being bullied at school. He says, Frazier, I am really smart. I have an IQ of 160, and I'm having a lot of trouble. And so Frazier, of course, relates to this kid. We can see by Frazier's mannerisms that this kid is essentially a young Frazier. And Frazier says, look, Ethan, I know it's hard right now, but trust me, one day you will have the final laugh. As you're dying. You'll laugh at the fraud that life is. It's a laugh. Some people are going to say you it's a death rattle. They are incorrect. Look, look, little fat smart kid. It gets better. <laughs> Your theory that this is a fat kid, that's really interesting to me because I didn't necessarily pick up that the kid was husky. It's was like, okay, overweight. bad at sports. Okay, okay bad at sports. Bad at sports. Mm -hmm. Bullied. Mm -hmm. Smart. His mother had a gross little fat kid and has been having to tell her kid these things all his life. Like, you know, oh, they're jealous. That's why he's like, that's bullshit, Dr. Crane. Because Frazier gives the typical adult advice, which is like, they're just jealous of you. Don't worry. When you uh, grow up and grow out of this, you'll look back at this and have a little chuckle. And of course, the kid who's super smart says, that's it? Fuck you, Frazier. <laughs> that's not going to help me. I'm 13 years old. I don't want to know what's going to happen right. when I'm 30. Up yours and your honky ass maturity bullcrap. That's right, you cracker ass. Apparently this was an ethnic kid, we decided. <laughs> He's Fat Albert, folks. He's a... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> God. Yeah, I love the idea of it just be getting really ethnic. And like, I would love to see how Frazier would respond. <laughs> the kids are like, hey, 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 you honky ass cracker. I bet you're just some lame white right. guy, aren't you, Cracker? <laughs> Cut to HR meeting later. I don't know why I can't say that word, okay? <laughs> Frazier. We can't say that word, Frazier. say it in rap all the time. I love the idea of, like, attempting to justify it, <laughs> to defend it. Like, no, you don't understand. Hip-hop music. I'm a big fan of hip-hop. <laughs> I have lots of black friends. Please believe me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Why don't you call one of them up? Well, I don't have my phone. I'll be right now. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, look, uh, Fraser Crane is no racist. I have lots of black friends. <laughs> like uh, that audio guy that appeared in one episode. That's your friend? Well, yeah. We you went... call him that audio guy? Yeah. That's your best friend, the audio guy? Well, right. Well, I mean, we're not, like, close, but <laughs> I have drinking something next to him. That's progressive. <laughs> Well, I love the idea of like challenging the statements of someone be like, well, I am really into hip hop. 
Okay, let's see your collection. What? What? Uh, <laughs> so this is 1994. That this is happening. <laughs> let's see your CD collection. Okay, I see okay. lots of uh, Kenny logins. Um, I don't see any hip hop in here, Fraser. Well, I mean, I have my my real collection at well, the house. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't have NWA here. I mean. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's a place of business. <laughs> Just into hip hop novelty bands, yeah. so like the Fat Boys and uh, the. Uh... <laughs> oh, 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 that was a Fat Boys reference. That wasn't very good. <laughs> That's what they would do noises like that. That's it's just them breathing. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I wonder if that's how that noise started off. Of right. like, or, <laughs> or their doctor asked, them, "Could you record your Yost three breathing?" Uh, I'm very concerned about this. Okay. And then when they put it all together, there's like, we got a dope mixtape. Yeah, I think we got us a hit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have Do you have a sharp pain in your diaphragm when you're doing that? <laughs> yes, doctor. <laughs> I got a sharp pain in my diaphragm and a platinum record in the recording studio. Like, <laughs> Do you have a fat voice? Because you said that Ethan had sounded like a fat kid. Look, I just wanted to sell pants that treat diabetes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, uh, once again, has a, he's a whiny fat kid that's smart. This is Mini Frazier. He's bad at sports. He's a whiny kid that gets picked on and bullied. If he can only speak to young Frazier... Hey, little guy, it's going to be good. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really hard being so much smarter than everyone. It's really difficult. I don't know. Well, hey, it's going to pay off. You're going to live in Boston with a wife that has never cheated on you. Oh, really? Yeah, and you're going to see your son every day. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of just him aligned. <laughs> That's right, young Fraser. You're going to grow up, and your father is not going to be having more sex than you. <laughs> Look, young Fraser. there's nothing wrong with a 63-year-old man with a cane getting more action than you, a uh, famous radio personality that is now newly single at 40 years old. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> so, now after giving bad advice to the child, uh, they wrap up the show. Roz is getting herself did up. She's getting ready. She's got a little makeup on. She's putting a little powder on. And we find out that Roz has a date. And it's one of the people that work at the station in the sales department that goes by the name Noel the Mole. Frazier is teasing Roz about dating because I guess this guy's kind of a nerd. That's the thing. And they don't even sell him as much of a nerd. Frazier goes, oh, but this guy's into Star Trek. What a nerd. So they don't dress him up in glasses or pocket protector they really don't make much of an effort right how can you tell this man is a nerd on site <laughs> yeah 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 his... where's the buddy holly glasses yeah anything just give me something yeah where's the inhaler where's the retainer where's the headgear anything he just looks like a sad sales guy really so the big thing about noel the mole is that he's a captain kirk guy he's right. a nerd he's clearly and... been fantasizing about this i think he's even got a little diary yeah Noel's log. Emergency. Q has once again interjected himself into my affairs. Will I be able to defeat him and spare humanity? We'll have to find out. Also, I have a date with Roz. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> There's a little dictaphone. Yeah. <laughs> In the tradition of the Vulcans and the Amok time, I have trimmed myself of my body hair and pubis. <laughs> the final frontier, a woman's bedroom. <laughs> The next. 
So we get to the apartment and Niles is trying to lift himself up on the kitchen counter. He slips and hits his head, falls on the ground. Daphne is there and she tends to him. She puts her hand on his forehead, this kind of thing. I think she brings him some ice and he's just in heaven. Right. He's like a toddler recognizing that if he wants attention, if he starts crying, Mm -hmm. mother comes. So that's going to be his move to just get Daphne. Mommy, I hurt myself. (laughs) Aren't you going to kiss it better? (laughs) In this interaction, this is the first time they're discussing Marty's therapy. This might be Niles recognizing that if dad gets better, Daphne goes away. So in Niles' evil way, it seems to be like the wheels are spinning. He's like... Yeah, so you see him just setting up like trip wires. (laughs) (laughs) He buys like 144 shoes... (laughs) <laughs> and just dumps them around the apartment. Yeah, he's just telling, hey, Dad, can you get me a uh, beer out of the fridge? <laughs> Martin has to walk like he's going through landmines, stepping over each time. Just <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than Korea. <laughs> no, Dad, why don't you move in with me and Maris and stay in the studio apartment on the second floor, right next to the rickety stairs? <laughs> There's also a very slick bathroom you can use and some uneven floorboards. Or uh, Niles at Cafe Nervosa pushing a wad of 20s and a tire iron at a man (laughs) with a mask and a striped shirt on. (laughs) You and I never met, you understand? (laughs) Here's what you do, Charlie. When my father comes in, you spill the coffee in his lap. (laughs) I thought you were trying to hurt his hip again. However the injury happens, I don't care. (laughs) So the barista comes over, drops a coffee into Martin's lap, and then it's Niles ice gives... It's coffee. <laughs> it's, it's iced coffee. <laughs> and Niles is like, you fool! <laughs> Why would you send over iced coffee? Damn it! <laughs> I love it. Just a series of Niles attempting right. to... Right. All of it is very sad. Like Niles slides a stack of 20s over to this sketchy-looking gentleman with like a black outfit. Looks like a cat burglar. He has a police officer's night switch. The baton cut to... Martin and Niles walk into Cafe Nervosa. The guy, looking like a cat burger, comes over and just, like, beats Niles with it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, you fool, not me. Damn it. Why would I pay you to beat me? Damn it. (laughs) So Niles was attempting to get the father, Martin, out of the apartment so that Frazier could have a date, maybe get laid. Right. As it turns out, twist, Martin wants them to return the favor because Martin has a date as well. Right. And that really is where the episode really changes direction because I thought, oh, it's going to be an episode where Frazier's going on a date. But no, we start focusing on the father's date. So it's the morning time. Daphne's cooking breakfast. Frazier's in his robe. They're getting ready. She's making an English breakfast. Conveniently, she uses the word banger to describe the sausages. Right. Oh, uh, Daphne, so you're you're cooking breakfast. Oh, this hasn't happened ever, <laughs> yeah. first of all. And then my father had a date last night. Oh, let me see. You're making hot buns, yes, and <laughs> bangers. How you, convenient. Yes, you've got warm buns, Daphne. <laughs> I wonder if this will somehow come back right. into the conversation. Am I going to be able to eat your hot buns, Daphne? <laughs> So they're setting up all these instances for these double entendres so that... (laughs) Signs that you live in in created reality. (laughs) So Martin enters into the kitchen. Frazier says, how was your date last night, dad? And then, whoops, a woman enters in right behind him. 
Frazier is flustered. He's shocked. He didn't realize that this woman stayed the night. Oh my God, my dad got laid. What a player. And so Frazier, of course, utilizes Daphne's food to put his foot in his mouth. He's been watching too much Three's Company. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Dad, would you like uh, to uh, put something hot and thick into her belly? I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean, uh, no, I meant, uh, you know, (laughs) for breakfast. Uh, Yeah, might as well go for it. Maybe something exotic? <laughs> yes. Dad, Dad, would you like some, uh, uh, you know, he's trying to distract the conversation, right? He's like, Dad, uh, perhaps your your date would like some long sausage. I mean, we know she likes that. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. I, I'm choosing my words so poorly. Um <laughs> So he's just saying all these ridiculous things. Not to, I didn't mean your buns. I didn't mean his meat in your mouth. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, oh I'm choosing. Oh, he's right. just fumbling around. You know, Frazier, for someone who's so smart, you certainly don't realize that your entire reality is a lie. <laughs> a fiction created for the amusement of an audience. When has Daphne ever cooked breakfast before? Right? <laughs> Haven't you ever seen The Matrix? <laughs> this is a glitch. I mean, Frazier, ask yourself, if you had a female boss and she asked you to watch her hairless pussycat over the weekend, (laughs) that wouldn't be odd to you? (laughs) That doesn't sound like some sort of scenario created to trap you? They're trying to jack Frazier out of the Matrix. Yeah, they're trying to... (laughs) Frazier, ask yourself, why would you have a British maid... You live in Seattle. Somehow, your servant for your father is British. What are the odds of that? Do you realize she was the only person you interviewed? This is all so contrived. Have you ever met a British person before you met Daphne? (laughs) You have two pills. One red, (laughs) one blue. Which will you take? So, while Daphne is making breakfast, she mentions that her biscuits are made from a recipe from her grandmother. The big difference is is that the grandmother would add a pint of rum to the recipe. And Daphne says, Oi, every Sunday I'd come over and I'd find Grammy face down in the bird bath. (laughs) Can you imagine what types of situations did Daphne come across? (laughs) She comes to visit her grandmother He's like, Oi, Grammy, what are you doing? Oh, hello, love. I just, I found some pigeons that weren't proper dressed, so I put them into some Victorian children's clothing. <laughs> Oi, you're waiting for the queen. Be polite. It's <laughs> a pretty good drunk. I like that. <laughs> oh, you're waiting for the... I felt like Snagglepuss again. <laughs> oh. I'm so drunk even. <laughs> I'm so drunk I'm not even British even. <laughs> Grammy, what are you doing? There's this homosexual mountain lion that I'm trying to teach manners. (laughs) I'm just a scamp, even. (laughs) (laughs) So, Frazier, after learning of his father's exploits, his successful date, he goes back to work. He's on the show. Frazier takes it upon himself to mention, yes, caller, we all have difficulty, especially when we come to taboos of sex. Look, my father bangs too, okay? <laughs> He's just so casual about putting his father's business. He mentions the father, and he mentions the name of the woman he had right. sex with. Right. <laughs> so, Frazier puts all this information out there. I laughed out loud when he started doing it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, is that right, what- that's horrifying. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so Frazier does this, and uh, we'll get to the father's reaction in a moment, but 
we have a return of Noel the Mole. Noel the Mole. And he brings Roz a gift. He brings her a wooden spice rack that he made himself. Again, I'm, I'm getting caught up on like, this guy just seems like a really nice dude. And apparently this is supposed to make him look bad. Right. That he made a spice rack. In my mind, if someone made something for me out of wood, I would be really impressed. Like, that's a skill. Like, he's a carpenter. He can make stuff with his hands. Like, that's more man's man. Like, but of course, Frazier makes fun right. of it. Even Roz says... Just kill me. Adrian, please. Nothing's gayer than carpentry. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> carpentry is the gayest thing. Come on. Right. First, you're familiar with the village people, yes? Yes. So the of construction course. worker, familiar with carpentry. <laughs> uh huh. Cowboy. Uh huh. Making fences. Carpentry. Uh, gay. Okay. okay. Yeah. The Native American. Teepees. Teepees. Yeah, bam. That is a form of woodworking, ergo, carpentry. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Really, Jesus was the first homosexual carpenter. <laughs> Always hanging out with 12 dudes, gay. Look, I'm not saying that carpentry is gay, but if carpentry owned a bar, it would get raided and shut down by the police. <laughs> so, of course, Frazier and the father, the father has to explain to Frazier why he's upset because Frazier doesn't get it. Frazier's all like, I think you're being a little, you're overreacting. I think you're being a tight ass, Dad. <laughs> He's not listening to what his father's upset at. Father has to like basically <laughs> yell at Fraser. Fraser, how could you do this to me? Do you realize how embarrassing this is? Well, you're embarrassed. You know how embarrassing it is for me to not be able to talk about how my dad bangs and smashes on that, his radio show? That is my business, Frazier. My business. That is personal. But if it's my business, then it's Seattle's business because I have a radio show, Dad. You're being unfair to me. Frazier, this is about my life, my sex life. Okay, do you realize how upset she is with me? Dad, your sex life is my sex life because if you didn't have sex, I wouldn't be here. Really, it's your fault. Oh, I see. So it's my fault that I am having sex. I am sorry, Frazier, that I am having sex. Well, I'm sorry I know about it. Maybe you should have sex for yourself so you have something to talk about on your show. Burn! Burn. <laughs> Frazier just tilts his head down like, aw. Uh. <laughs> so the father storms off to his room. Eddie jumps in the mix, stares at Frazier, and Frazier's like, I said I'll take care of it. Which I don't even know what that means. Like when I'm watching the episode, I was like, how are you going to solve this? How are you going to get in more involved and mess this up more? So Frazier takes it upon himself. He's like, at this point in the show, listeners, I'm going to speak to one particular fan. This goes out to Elaine. And he makes this appeal to her. He basically blames himself, admits that what he's done wrong, and begs her to come over to the house for dinner <laughs> with Martin. I just imagine like what the other millions of listeners, let's say, they're like, like, what the what fuck? The, what, again? <laughs> Frazier just uses this radio show to his advance. Like, I can't wait for the episode where he's using it. Of like, yes, you were a brunette woman. I saw you sitting across at the coffee shop. We exchanged a glance, and I didn't get to get your information. Well, now we have uh, <laughs> my favorite segment, Frazier of Crane's Misconnections. <laughs> yeah. You, a lovely blonde uh, that was stepping off of the bus in the city center last week. Uh, me, Frazier Crane. <laughs> he's got... <laughs> <laughs> I love just the matter of factness. It's like, yes, you were a buxom redhead ordering a cafe latte at Cafe Nervosa. Me, Fraser Crane. <laughs> no more explanation needed. 
So at Fraser's apartment, Daphne's cooking dinner. They're setting the table. Martin's in a suit. He's a little nervous. Is she going to show? Is she not? There's a knock on the door right on time. Everyone's like, oh, is it her? Is it Elaine? He opens the door, and there's about 15, 20 fans of Frasier right. waiting in the doorway. And they were all excited. They were like, hey, what's happening? Is, is she showing up? Is she showing up? So Elaine shows up, and she's freaked out because all these audience members of Frasier are there. And she's like, this was a mistake. This is nothing's changed at all. And she's freaking out. So Frasier pulls her and Martin into the elevator. They close the door so that they can have some privacy with all these onlookers. And like a child, they put Frasier in the corner so they can have a conversation. There's a very sweet moment. The dad says, I didn't mean for any of this to happen. Please don't take my son's an idiot. And they have a nice little moment. They kiss. The elevator doors open again. The audience is there. They clap. And Frasier and the couple go back into the apartment. So it's a nice, happy ending. As I was thinking about this episode, I thought, man, even the dad is getting laid. And up to this point, Frazier has not. He's gone out on, I think, one date uh, that we got to see and it went terrible. So I was thinking, man, is everyone going to get laid on the show? That'd be actually a nice running right. joke. Like, Eddie's over here right. getting the laid. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would love it if, like, Frazier, woe is him. It was like, oh, Eddie got laid too. <sighs> Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> <laughs> like... Really? Eddie's into bulldogs? Gross. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Fraser's trying to diminish Eddie's accomplishment of giving ladies. He's like, yeah, if you want to bang bulldogs, I guess. Jeez, Eddie will bang anything. Have you ever seen a female bulldog? They look just like a, a male bulldog. It's. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone gets really offended. Like, that is offensive, <laughs> Frazier. That is racist. They all look, that's racist against bulldogs. <laughs> Frazier, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> Frazier, come on. This is 1994. That is say so racist. You put a woman bulldog next to a male bulldog. I can't tell the difference. Oh, my God, Frazier, please, please. <laughs> Frazier breaking down just to press the like, Jeez, even Eddie's getting laid. Eddie got a pit bull the other day. I mean, this guy's getting laid left and right. I mean, I mean, and she was so svelte and muscular. Bet it was like doing it with a swimmer. <laughs> Jeez, it's just really getting carried away. My dad's getting laid. Eddie's getting laid. The other day, I came home to my apartment. There was a sock on the front door knob. And it was a dog sock. <laughs> Where did Eddie even get a sock? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, Dad got him those little dog booties, but he doesn't have socks. It just confounds me, listeners. Now back to misconnections <laughs> with Frazier. <laughs> you were a curly-haired brunette. You were uh, a smoking hot bulldog. <laughs> me, Frazier Crane. <laughs> yes, this is uh, Dr. Frazier Crane. I need you to be... Discreet, if you could. I'm attempting to find a bulldog to adopt. No questions asked. <laughs> That's right. Dr. Fraser Crane, people say that I'm racist, but I'm going to fuck this bulldog. <laughs> so who's racist now? Well, do we have any closing thoughts? I am excited to see, hopefully there'll be an episode where Fraser gets laid. We can delve into <laughs> his love life, what his choices are going to be. This is, <laughs> okay. Frasier Crane, misconnections. You were a woman that did not speak English but required a green card. <laughs> I am Frasier Crane. Anyway, this has been season one, episode 13. Guess who's coming to breakfast? I have been Greg Catapoti. And I've been Adrian Lara. And we have been Frasier. 
the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. Thanks in advance for telling your friends uh, about the podcast. And also, thanks for signing up for Patreon, our account there, where you get twice as much comedy, extended episodes. Yes. Be sure to check it out. Do it, folks. You know, we're not a guy in his garage interviewing celebrities. We're just two guys trying to talk about Frasier. And hey, money is applause. Help us out. Thank you.